Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. Hi, and welcome back to Radio KBPV. This is Ranger Gord here speaking to you today. It's uh, December the 13th, a very snowy day here in Pincher Creek and across southern Alberta. And uh, we've had a pretty good uh, Christmas season here in uh, at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village with our, what with our author's event, our cookie sale, very successful event, and Christmas at the Village just uh, a week ago on December 7th. So all very well attended. Thank you everyone for coming out. And that's about it for our special events. Uh, so we're just kind of winding up the year up until Christmas, but we're not done yet. Now in a few minutes, I'm going to read another Farley's Frontier Chronicles. But before I talk about that, uh, we also like to talk about uh, the Country Store. If you don't know about the Country Store, it is our gift shop at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, located in Pioneer Place, which is the main entry and exit building uh, at uh, on Beverly McLaughlin Drive. And we've got several things that you'll want to, to know about if you're as you're shopping. Uh, very, very unique gifts throughout the building. I'll talk a little bit about some of the items here in a moment, but I do want to remind you that uh, we will be open the next two Saturdays. So that's the Saturday, December 14th and Saturday, December 21st, along with our regular hours, Monday to Friday, 10 to 4. And uh, so you'll want to come in, check out some of our items, uh, books, uh, warm socks and scarves, jams, you name it. And if you really want to uh, take advantage of some Christmas sales, come on in on uh, December 21st. That is next Saturday, uh, Saturday, December 21st, 10 to 4. We will having our before Boxing Day sale. Now, we aren't going to be around on their actual Boxing Day, so we're giving you a chance to look through things and uh, take advantage of some of the savings before Christmas and that way you can uh, deal with your shopping list. So there will be se- uh, several selected items. We'll be uh, announcing more of that on our Facebook page as we get near. Uh, but there will be some very significant savings. Um, some selected items will be as uh, reduced as, uh, to as high as 50% off. So you'll want to uh, take a look at that uh, on December 21st, 10 to 4. 
Um, we are open, as I say, uh, every day, uh, with the exception of Sundays, up until December 23rd. That is our last day at 4 p.m. before we head in for our winter nap and, uh, and take our, uh, I think, uh, our well-deserved uh, Christmas season off. And we'll be returning on, December, on January 6th in 2020. Now, doesn't that sound futuristic? Okay, now on a few of the items that are in the store. So in our country store, we have, uh, it just has to be seen to believe folks, you have to come in and see it all. Um, there's some decorative signs with some very amusing sayings on them. And one of the things that Laura likes to talk about is our bells. We have got Christmas bells. So if you ever wanted to hear the Christmas bells go off in your own home, um, we've got it all manner, shapes, sizes, colors. We've also got some uh, very interesting faux hanging lanterns. They look just like the kerosene lanterns that you might even see throughout the, our village, only they're a little bit updated. They've got an LCD light in them, and so they look very interesting and uh, look very decorative in your home or recreation room or study, wherever you like. And uh, they're very interesting, uh, very unique gift. We've also got some... Um, Faux footstools, I would say they call them. No, they're actual footstools. And they, uh, they've they got some interesting uh, car and garage sort of things. So that's pretty pretty good for the, the auto enthusiast in your life. And we've got things like handmade aprons and quilts, uh, pot holders, all of that sort of thing. Now, a very unique thing that we have, warm wool hats and mitts, handmade. Uh, they're what you call ethical fashion and wearable art. With some very neat decorations made in Nepal. And the story behind the Leopards and Roses uh, ethical fashion and wearable art is that it's part of the ne Nepal Child Education Program. And so at least one parent in Nepal works in factories that manufactures for Leopards and Roses. And they are... For in exchange for this, they benefit from a full education, and the family is committed to seeing their child's education through to completion. So the chosen schools provide top-level tutoring. Armed with this kind of education, the child will have every opportunity available to them upon graduation, and even better, the capacity to give back to their community. So uh, if you want to make a, a, a purchase here of some of the Leopards and Roses uh, art and help out a help out some programs across the world that's wouldn't be a bad thing to do now we've got a as we said a lot of our items are handmade right in the community and one of the unique things we have is some solid wood benches so short benches longer benches um, they're they're very safe and uh, and uh, comfortable to sit down on if you just want something safe for your porch or your mud room or one of your shops or just something unique to have around your recreation room or just something you know to maybe for kids to sit on while they're opening their Christmas presents uh, come on in and have a look at these uh, distressed wood benches and one of the newest items that we have just released um, is a book by Beverly McLaughlin now before I talk about that uh, we do have a very very unique book corner books written and prepared by Pincher Creek and Southwestern Alberta authors. 
Now, if you were listening to our podcasts or have been uh, attending the village recently, you uh, probably aware of our annual Authors' Night uh, in November. So we have several signed copies of, of various books of, of some of our 20-odd attendees from that night. Now, one lady who wasn't available to attend that night, but I think she probably will be coming to the village sometime in the in the future is our own Beverly McLaughlin. And her latest book is her biography, Truth Be Told, My Journey Through Life and the Law. Beverly McLaughlin was born Beverly Gates, so part of the Gates family of, of the Pincher Creek area, grew up east of the community. Ed, being educated in, uh, in our town, she went on to a career in law and that career never stopped ascending until she got as high as she could in the, both the British Columbia Supreme Court as a justice on the Supreme Court. And she has just retired within the last uh, two years as Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Beverly has uh, put her remembrances and there are a, a lot of uh, good recollections of growing up here in this community. And so we do have copies of her book on hand so that's a be a very unique uh, Christmas gift idea and as I said other gift ideas as well now with our modern 2019 Christmas shopping out of the way let's move on to uh, what it was like to shop in Pitcher Creek in the start of the Great Depression so this is another edition of Farley's Frontier Chronicles. This is uh, from the uh, Shooting the Breeze edition of December 19th, 2018. So just a little over a year ago and Farley did this article for Shooting the Breeze. And this is a continuing series of, uh, of the, uh, the columns that uh, Farley has been doing for Oh, for several years for both Shooting the Breeze, the Pincher Creek Echo, and for various work and on exhibits around here at the village as well. So this is researched and written by Farley Wuth, curator and historian at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. And it's being read here and produced in this podcast by myself, Ranger Gord Tolton. So traditional Pincher Creek Christmas shopping. The start of the Great Depression in 1929 and 1930 indicated the tough economic times to come over the next decade. Early in the 1930s, local businesses in the Pincher Creek area realized the importance of offering quality goods and services at reasonable prices. This was particularly true during the Christmas season. Promotional campaigns were conducted in good taste given the family and religious significance of the times. Now first we'll start with hardware and furnishings. One of the commercial landmarks in Pincher Creek's history was Jackson Brothers Hardware Store at the corner of Main Street and Bridge Avenue, which today is McLaughlin's Drive. So if you want to orient that on Main Street, it's basically in the parking lot of where the Rexall Drugstore is today. Jackson Brothers operated for a very impressive 81 years beginning in 1906. During the 1920s and 1930s, it sold saddlery, menswear, boots, and shoes, in addition to hardware. 
The story carried a full line of overshoes and work boots. One brand noted for its sturdy soles and carrying the slogan, rather carried the slogan, keep the feet dry and sold for a phenomenal $3.60 per pair. Featured men's clothing included work shirts, socks, leather coats and windbreakers, in addition to mitts and gloves, ties, suspenders and belts. Leather goods were particularly popular and that included uh, steamer trunks that were ever in demand for long-term storage of clothing and household items and for moving when you had to uh, go on trains or overseas to uh, on steamships and such. Suitcases, hat boxes and club bags were also in, in, uh, on hand at Jackson. Tools and ranch supplies warranted much rural attention. With the promotion of the annual winter sports season launched just before Christmas, the store also offered savings in hockey and skating supplies. Traditional skates sold for $1 to $20. There were styles for men and women as well as bob skates and snow skates. Hockey sticks and pucks were also in stock. The store sold kitchenware, fancy china and cutlery. Jackson Brothers offered a 10% discount for Christmas purchases paid by cash rather than credit. So there's an incentive to leave your plastic at home this year. <laughs> we'll see if that works. Across the street uh, from Jackson Brothers, right on Main, was the two-story Scott Block building. Recalled in uh, photographs for its very large picture windows. One of the storefronts in the Scott Block was the Big House Finishing Furnishings Store. Let me try that again. The Big House Furnishing Store, operated by businessman Thomas Heron Scott, born 1866, died 1849. Electric floor lamps sold for $36 while oak frame Morris chairs came in at $16.50. There was a great assortment of trunks and Christmas baggage on sale. Fancy china including tea sets, glassberry sets and cut glass water sets were very popular customer items. Potential children's gifts were sleighs, wagons, scooters, wheelbarrows and doll carriages. Thomas Scott promised that his prices would be no more expensive than those in the catalog houses, such as you would see from Montgomery Ward, Eaton's and Simpson's. Now we move on to specialty items and novelties. The two pioneer drugstores in the community also sold a variety of Christmas gift items. Charles C. Coltman's purchased the former McRae drugstore in 1927. It was located on the north side of Main Street, west of Jackson Brothers Hardware. In addition to the usual medical products sold by Coltman's, Christmas 1930 saw the star store retail fountain pens, pencils, and desk sets. For women, there were perfume sets, leather handbags, and purses. A special order of toys priced half off had just arrived for the children. Cabinet-style battery-operated Victor radios, now known as RCA, were even sold there for $140. Coltman offered to rate mail purchases to his rural customers. The store's number was 
59. No area code. Adam, Adam E. Cornyn's drugstore originally was on Main Street's south side, a short distance west of the Alberta Hotel. In 1915, he purchased the former E.J. Mitchell store, which dated back to 1886. Here were sold a variety of Christmas items, including cameras. The more expensive cameras went for about $25. And also film and snapshot albums to put those photographs in once they were developed. Novels, Bibles, and prayer books could also be purchased, as could chocolates and fine china. Cornyn's carried a wide selection of Christmas cards and wrapping paper. Cornyn's store phone number was listed as 25. Also on Main Street was the well-patronized Hub Cigar Store. It carried a wide selection of Christmas greeting cards ranging in price from a nickel to 15 cents apiece. Also in stock were current issues of the best magazines carrying news stories and popular fiction. Ever aware of cost-saving measures during the Great Depression, the Hub Cigar Store promised not to increase the magazine retail costs beyond the cover price. Also popular with local shoppers was W.J. Breckenridge, who served as both an optometrist and a jeweler. So there's an interesting career choice. Jewelry, silver, cutlery, fine china, and cut glass were advertised as some of the store's featured Christmas products. Specialty customer requests were encouraged, and novelty items were also in stock. So on behalf of everyone here with the Pincher Creek and District Historical Society, we wish all of our listeners and our visitors, patrons, and our volunteers a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K-O-O-T-E-N-A-I. Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.